lift your hands, we're worshiping him. You cause walls to fall, and with your power, you perform miracles. There is nothing that's impossible, and we stand in here only because you made awesome God. Great hour, you are God and mighty. I am me. Let me hear you sing. Lift your voice. We're standing. Come on, lift your voice and worship him. Come on. So, Lord, we bow to you. Lord, we. Oh, come on, lift your hands towards heaven. Sing awesome God, awesome God, how great you are, Lord. Come on, say you are God, you mighty are your miracles. We stand in awe, we stand in
Take your seat. It's good to be in your father's house once more. And it's good to see your beautiful faces once more. On behalf of the papa of the house, we welcome you all to our Guinea conference. Amen. The Lord has been so good to us as women. And as men, that the Lord keeps sustaining our lives and he directs us on the path to take. Once more, we are here to learn from the Lord what he has in store for us in these last days. That is why we are gathered today. And I believe that these three days, it will be awesome because we'll have an encounter with the Lord. Nobody comes before his presence and lives the same. Once we are here, our God is here. And whatever he has to do with our lives, none of us will go empty. We shall be fulfilled once we have come before his presence. So I want to welcome you once more to our conference. Hallelujah. You know, Guyana International has to do with the ministry of the Lord to all women. All women on the earth. It's a ministry of the Lord to all women. Every woman carries purpose. And what Ghani does is to empower you to be able to see your placement in God and to fulfill your purpose. So I believe that once we are here, our purpose will be unfolded and we'll walk in it and we shall fulfill it. Hallelujah. And has taken the obedience of one man. This year, Ghani is 26 years. It all started 1996 in December 1996. And this man has channeled this program for 26 good years. If I had not been the hand of the Lord upon his life, he cannot come this far. And I believe that most women, I also say that I can testify to it that I have been blessed by Gaini. Hallelujah. Once I came into contact with this great man as a woman, whatever God invested in his life that he's supposed to supply unto all women, I've also partake of it. Hallelujah. And I believe that tonight, whatever is in store for us as women shall come to us. Hallelujah. And it took the obedience for he to say yes, Lord. That is why for 26 years, we are still counting. And many years to come, we will still count until the Lord comes. And this time, this era, where we are entering into, it is the last days for he is coming very soon. And what it takes for us as women, as men to know and get ourselves acquainted with the things we need to know concerning the last days. That is why we are here. That none will be lost. Hallelujah. It took the obedience of this set man with a round of applause unto the Lord. Let's appreciate the life of our Papa in the person of most reverend Dr. 
Richard Ahiagbede. We say that Lord bless you so much for your obedience. That is why we see what we see today. If you are not standing yes to the Lord, many women have been lost. Many women would have gone astray. But we thank God for your life that you said yes unto the Lord. And through your obedience, many lives have been touched. Many babies have been bought out of Ghana. And I know that many, many things will happen. Before the Lord comes, we shall see why the Lord called him and why the Lord placed this upon his life. And for his obedience, we are going far as women. Let's do it for our papa once more. We say that, Daddy, we appreciate you. And we thank God for your life. And we thank God that he's using you as a vessel unto women. Hallelujah. Please take your seat. We also want to appreciate a great woman in this house. This woman has stood with her daddy for all these years. She's a sweet woman and she has a sweet spirit. And tonight she's here with us. And I want us to appreciate the life of this great woman. Mama Chuan, the Lord bless you so much for all your support, all your encouragement, all that you do. Through it all, the Lord has sustained you for a time like this because of what the Lord will unfold in your life. And we say that the Lord bless you so much for supporting our daddy. Amen. We thank God for the life of Apostle John. Apostle John, we salute you. And we welcome you into Guyana. Hallelujah. There is one man that has always loved Guyana and channeled so much behind our father, a prophet of God. He has taken Guyana upon himself and he loves Guyana so much. I want us to appreciate the life of Prophet James. Hallelujah. The Lord bless you so much for the hearts you have for Guyana. Hallelujah. And we thank God for the life of your beautiful wife, Reverend Rosemary James. We welcome you. Hallelujah. All the ministers of God, you are welcome. Hallelujah. Tonight, as we have gathered in his presence, there is something God wants us to know. That is why we have the theme, the woman and the last days. Everything points to the fact that we are in the last days. Actually, we are in the latter part of the last days. That the Lord will not have anybody to be lost. That is why we are gathered here today. On behalf of the Papa of the house, I officially welcome you all and launch this year's Gaini Conference 2022 in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. We are continuing our program. And we have a song ministration by Sister Grace. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah.
up my eyes to the hills from what's come at my help my help cometh from the Lord the Lord which made heaven and earth he said he will not suffer thy foot thy foot to be appreciate the life of the First Lady of Petra International Church in the name of Reverend Jennifer Selly. Let's do it for her. Omaga, you are welcome. I also welcome Reverend Akofa Takal. You are welcome to God's presence. Amen. It is set for us to hear the word of God. 
Bible says that I commend you unto the word of God, which is able to build you up. Tonight, the word of God will build us up and be a light unto our path that we shall never walk in darkness because his word will guide us through. Hallelujah. We have no other person than the conveyor of this conference in the name of our Papa to minister unto us the word of God with a standing ovation unto the Lord. Let's receive the ministry of most reverend Dr. Richard Ahiagwede. Hallelujah. Let's do it for our daddy. Amen. take your seats. It's a great joy to see you tonight and to bless the Lord for your lives. And I humbly want to ask that if you are a minister of the gospel or you are a leader, a woman's leader or a woman in ministry, please do come in front and take your seat among the ministers. Hallelujah. Once again, I salute all the senior men and the senior women and all the women of God in the house and all the women in ministry and all the men in ministry. Hallelujah. Join me celebrate Mama Joanne again. <laughs> Hallelujah. And let's bless the Lord for Mama Gan, the super Mama Gan. Let's bless the Lord for Reverend Mrs. Che Mensa, Rosemary Che Mensa, Reverend Akofa Takao. Mama Mercy, Pastor Ernestina Quasing, all the women, hallelujah. I salute Apostle John, Prophet Alex J. Mensah, Reverend Stanley, Reverend Corsa, Reverend Sam Apia, Reverend Chris Kwashi, and all the Reverend Ministers. And all the mighty men and great women, the Lord bless you. And bless the Lord for the lean sisters. The lean sisters. Hallelujah. 26 years ago, on the 14th, it was actually the 12th of June at 4 a.m. That was the first day the Lord spoke to me about Guyana International. When he spoke, he didn't give me the name Guyana International. He spoke to me about his ministry to all women of the earth and what he wanted me to bring every woman to and gave me the motto, making the woman what God has created her to be. Before then, I'd always had a burden of ministering to women. And any time I saw a woman in pain 
or had an issue of childbirth, something ran down my spine. And I believe that God was able to do something extraordinary in the life of any woman. And I first experienced that there was something the Lord wanted to do with my life in the life of women. When one of our sister's sister into my Christian fellowship was hospitalized at the general hospital. And uh, I don't know how it happened, but they asked me to pray because I, I think it was fibroid then. But they said there was something in her tummy. And uh, the doctors did not know what to do. So every Sunday afternoon, we, we would gather to pray. But that day, they asked me to pray and then to go visit her. And that was when I noticed that there was some grace to minister to any woman under any condition. Then we started a branch work in Dowenya. So we went for a crusade in Dowenya and there was this woman whose father was a Muslim, the brother was a Muslim and her tummy had really gone out, protruded and she was supposed to go through surgery and the family was afraid because they wondered one, they didn't know what was, it was like a boil but the thing was very heavy and so we went for the crusade and she came for the crusade. She was brought to the crusade. And I laid hands on her and prayed for her. Instantly, the thing broke. And the family was so surprised that they had never seen such a thing before. And the brother, the senior brother was living in Afienia. And that was... 1988 and said because of this miracle they would want to have a branch of our church in Afienia. That was how we started the Afienia branch because of that miracle that took place at the crusade at Dawenia. <laughs> we used to meet at the Dawenia school so Sunday, every Sunday, 6 a.m., I was in Dawenia. Hallelujah. Little did I know that God had a thing to do. Then on the 12th of June 96, My sister-in-law was to go through 
a cesarean session at Sinel for the first child. And I said she won't go through that session. I would pray. And so I was at the hospital and told the doctor take it easy because the doctor was my friend. We had done a lot of gynae stuff together. So he respects me for what I stand for. So he said, okay, if you say so, we would wait. And then it happened. Bam! So then I understood that there was something the Lord had to do with my life. I remember one day, one of my daughters was going to have her first born. And I was there in the labor ward with her. And interestingly, she was in labor. And whilst in labor, the tummy should be coming down, as contraction kept going on, the tummy rather was pushing up. Now I know that the spirit of the Lord, I had a strong impression to step out. So I went out of the labor ward and went behind the window of the labor ward. Then here was a snake. So I took a stone and killed the snake. I was then in shorts because he had door. Then I got into the labor ward again. And I was just praying and waiting for the birth of the baby. And then she delivered. have seen too many great things that God has done and um, I'm so grateful for the assignment to all women of the earth it's been very interesting anything the mother cries for I remember the first couple that named their child after me, they've married for some years in the UK. And I visited their church. And the lady was such a beautiful lady. She was in tears because she's not having a baby. So I called her and the husband and said, you would have a baby, let me pray for you. And I prayed and broke that hold. So she took seed. And the following year I went, she had delivered a baby boy and called him Jerome. So the first time. And then after Jerome, she had twins. Hallelujah. 
I've seen too many. But I don't have one picture to show you because I've made a covenant with the Lord that any good thing you use me for, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. But the testimonies are there. But as the years unfolded, something has become so remarkable and so clear that the Lord has given me an assignment for all women of the earth. I met an Ivorian lady in UK. She was so troubled. And the son was to go through a heart surgery the following day, which was Monday. The husband is a Ghanaian, Scott Abraham, but the lady, an Ivorian. The son was about 11, 12 years, and he came to the prayer line, and I embraced him and prayed for him. Because the father said, Bishop, I want you to pray for my son because he's going for surgery in the heart on Monday. Everything has been done, so the surgery is supposed to take place. I said, that surgery will not take place. Your son will be made whole. The mother was so much broken in tears, and I was just smiling. So they went. But when they got to the hospital, the cardiologist surgeon said, let me do another examination before we do the surgery. And when they did the examination, everything was gone. Everything was gone. And the guy used to work in a car phone warehouse. So any latest phone that you can think of, when it lands, you know, Bishop Richard. Because the son, heart condition that was due for surgery, the Holy Ghost himself did the surgery before the hospital. I believe God that the Lord has an assignment for all women of the earth. And so I celebrate all the women in the house and thank God for your lives that the Lord has a thing to do with your lives. But especially in these last days, Shall we please bow our heads for prayer? Let the words of our mouth and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable in the sight. O Lord, our God and our Redeemer, thank you, Lord, that tonight you would bring us insight and understanding in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. The last days began the day the Lord Jesus Christ was born. The last days started the day our Lord Jesus Christ was born.
And our Lord Jesus Christ has been born for over 2,000 years. Almost getting to 3,000 years. And when the Lord Jesus Christ started ministry, he started talking about the kingdom. And he himself spoke so much about the last days and devoted Matthew 24 and Matthew 25 to the last days. And anytime you notice that much attention is being given to a subject in a whole chapter or more, of a book in the scriptures, then we need to take particular attention to that subject. Hallelujah. In the book of Revelation, the Lord Jesus Christ gave the Apostle John details of what must happen in the last days. Hallelujah. Even in Jeremiah and the prophet Isaiah spoke so much about the last days. Amen. The apostles, Apostle Paul, Apostle Peter, spoke so much about the last days. And one of the things that many of us have believed in that I want to humbly bring our attention to, because if we study the scripture carefully, we would understand that some schools of thought have made it clear that the rapture would occur before the tribulation so that whatever would happen after the tribulation, the church would have been raptured. But I'm sorry to say so. In doing an in-depth study, and if you take time to look at the book of Revelations from chapter 6 to chapter 14 and to chapter 21, you would notice something. And then if you carefully study Matthew 24, you would realize that the Lord spoke specifically of the tribulations and the persecution and the pain and all the Christian Christian we must go through. It says, then the end shall come. Hallelujah. So it is obvious that the rapture will not occur before the tribulation we would go through the tribulation before the rapture. And in our time and in your time and my time, everything unfolding is pointing to us that we are in the latter days or the end times of the last days. Hallelujah. We are at the tail end of the last days. The issues of the Antichrist, the mark of the beast is just around the corner and everything is in preparation. The new world order, the one world religion, one world government, and one world economy, everything is unfolding. Hallelujah. 
But these things are not supposed to scare us, but are to inform us and prepare us because they without us will not be made perfect. And if we do not know the truth of these things, so we prepare ourselves, it will take us by surprise. Because in Matthew 24 verse 13, Jesus himself said that they that would endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. And he said, he made this statement that he said, because iniquity shall abound, the love of many would wax cold. And if it were possible, the very elect would give up. Except those days were shortened. And many of us have preached it as it means that if the Lord is supposed to come 2025, I'm not saying the Lord is coming 2025. I'm only making a statement to explain. The Lord is not coming 2025. I don't know when he's coming, but I can tell you of certain things. The other day I was reading scripture and you can deduce from the events that he himself tabulated to know that he says, when you shall see these things, that you should know that the kingdom of God is at hand. Hallelujah. Amen? Right. So, when he said that, except those days were shortened, the very elect may be at large. So, we all have thought that Oh, then it means that if the rapture is supposed to occur some years, the Lord would reduce the years. No. What that scripture means is, if the Lord realizes that you, Esimasi, you, Antiadua, you, Kofiama, you will not be able to stand the heat of those days, he would call you home earlier. So you are not destroyed. Hallelujah. He would call you home early to save you the trouble of going through the days of tribulation and persecution. Because the Bible says that those days will be very challenging. They will pursue after us. They will kill us. Are you ready to die for him? Hello? Women will be killed for Christ. Babies will be killed. Mothers would have their babies picked up to be killed. It says, deny him. Otherwise, then ta, the baby is gone. What would you do? That's why he spoke about woe to them that would be with children or babies in those days. And let them that be on the mountains don't come down. And them that be on the housetops don't even descend. Because they will be after us. There's a lot for us to learn as we prepare for the last day. Because the one thing is that the church of our Lord Jesus Christ is not prepared for the last days. The Lord Jesus and the church of the Lord Jesus in these last days is not prepared. But I'm sure that as time rolls, we would do our best to 
learn and prepare ourselves for the last days. But you see, we are looking tonight at the woman and the last days. What is it about God's plan and God's purpose for the woman in these last days, before the rapture occurs, before the trumpet blows, what is it that God has for the woman? And what is it that is God's destiny for the woman in these last days? That is what we want to look at. To give us a glimpse to understand that for us as women, there is a thing that God wants us to prepare for. There is a thing that God wants us to know and know that by God's divine timetable, there is something about we women that we must know and understand. Just as the enemy messed us up when women showed up on the planet earth, when the Lord himself said that it is not good for the man to be alone and the woman was created to be a suitable helper for the man so that the man would accomplish God's eternal purpose. So the woman was brought into the life or into the scene or onto the scene to fulfill God's destiny for humanity. Hallelujah. But somewhere, somehow, the enemy, the devil, when he realized he has missed his place and that man has been created to take the place of him, Lucifer, he pulled every lever, he pressed every button to make sure that man will not be free and be at ease to fulfill his destiny that God has planned for him. So he came up against the woman and messed up the woman and, and did too many things. And forever and ever, we women have been blamed for every kusakuse in the life of man. True or false? The woman is not a bad omen. The woman is not an evil creation. The woman is not a curse. The woman is not a reproach. Because that was not God's intention. God brought the woman on the scene that the woman would be a blessing and a real support to make things good. But the enemy came because of what he knew God had placed in the woman to mess up the woman. But glory be to God that when the Lord Jesus Christ came, the first personality, the first vessel ever that the Lord found to use to bring to humanity the restoration of God's eternal plan was to bring a woman that gave birth to Jesus. Hallelujah. It was a woman that gave birth to Jesus. And when the Lord came on the scene, he said, what is this that you have done? Adam said, the woman you gave to be with me. He says, woman, what happened? He said, the serpent. He said, for this cause, Genesis 3 from verse 14, says, I'll put an enmity between your seed and the seed of the woman. He will bruise your head and you would bruise his heel. Hallelujah. And we are of the seed of the woman. Giving mandate to destroy all the works of the enemy. And in these last days, the Lord is raising women who are 
Ghost entered Militia with an unction and a power and a wave and a move that has never happened in all creation. There is a wave and a move of God over womanhood. In this last days that the earth from creation till now has never experienced before. And the woman must be able to understand what God is raising her and has raised and prepared her for for these last days. Because whatever happened in the garden of Eden, God is giving woman the power to undo it and to establish God's original purpose and destiny of woman. That is why the woman must understand that she is God's definite agenda for these last days. And you can see, for over the years, over 50 years, even getting to 60, 70 years and more, God has raised some powerful women over the ages and have brought revival to our earth. Check out with church history. Great women who are now saints in heaven. Hallelujah. They are now saints in heaven. But God had a sovereign intention for them. And I'm going to be sharing with you of about three of them. For you to be able to appreciate as a woman... And it is not to play down the men or, or to deny the men or to shoulder down the men or to sideline the men. But it is in God's plan that in these last days, God would raise an army of women that would fulfill the pleasure of God. And so there is a gathering across the globe of God raising women, anointing them and preparing them to hit the world again to fulfill God's original plan for the woman in the garden of Eden. Is it too much for you? Are you with me? In Exodus 15, 20, the Bible said, as the Lord led the people of Israel from Egypt, and Pharaoh and his horsemen pursued them. But they got to the Red Sea. And the Lord parted the Red Sea before them. And they walked through the dry ground in the bed of the Red Sea. In the bed of the Red Sea. Because if a sea opens up, automatically the bed of the sea would be very wet. But they walked on dry ground. And the sea heaped on the right and on the left. Hallelujah. And when the Lord had given them that victory, the Bible said that Miriam came up with a tambourine and all the women followed Miriam and they sang the lost song in victory and they started dancing and they responded to Miriam as it were. There is an anointing of Miriam coming up on women in these last days. It is unfortunate for the mistake that Miriam made in, 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 in Numbers 12 when she and no, um, um, Aaron spoke against Moses. But you will notice that when Moses' mother made the 
basket as we may call it, or those bulrush, and, and, and covered it with pitch and slime to put the baby Moses in there. And Bible says that baby Moses was put at the brink of the river Nile, and Pharaoh's daughter came early in the morning to wash herself. And Miriam was watching from afar to see what would happen to her brother. And when Pharaoh's daughter heard the baby cry, the, the, the maid, she went there, with, brought the baby, and Bible says she had compassion. And then the sister of Moses, that was Miriam, rushed to her and said, can I get you a nurse from the Hebrew woman so she can take good care of this baby for you? And she says, go bring. And she went and called her mother so that the Miriam's anointing would be those that would be sensitive to preserve the lives of children, the lives of babies, the lives of God's anointed. That is the Miriam's anointing in these last days. That would come upon certain women that they would pick young men and pick young people and pick those people that God has a thing to do with and they would speak well and connect them to that which would cause their lives to be preserved so that destiny will be fulfilled. That was Miriam and the Miriam anointing is to identify what God wants to do with you and connect you to the right people. Miriam rose up with a tambourine and started singing. The original plan of God for Miriam was that Miriam was bringing by revelation the dancing that goes on in heaven. The way angels dance was that anointing that Miriam carried. We are moving into a season and a place in the church that the church has never seen before. That the anointing of God is going to come upon certain women and they would dance, dance that has never been danced before. And as they dance, 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 it will evoke the power and the presence of God in such a sweet way that has never been done before. That by their dance in the house of God, by their dance in praise and worship, they would dance like the angels dance. They wouldn't dance like David dance. They would dance like angels dance in heaven and that would bring the power of God to bear. That is the Miriam's anointing. That is the Miriam's anointing. That is the Miriam's anointing. And it's going to happen to you. It's going to happen to you. You are going to be able to dance like the angels dance. And bring worship to the Lord as never before. And sing the Lord's song. And worship the Lord's song in a way. And Bible said when Miriam took the tambourine and declared all the women followed her. And to see the dance that God must be praised with when God has done the tremendous. There is coming an unction that the world has never seen before. And it's called the Miriam anointing because it will come for women to be carried by the spirit of God and they would dance the dance in the spirit. And as they dance the dance in the spirit, yokes will be broken. Deliverance would come. Healing would come. The baptism of the Holy Ghost will come. Anointing would come and the move of God's power will be greater. And this is going to happen in these last days. Remember in Acts chapter 2, from verse 17, Acts 2, 17. There is so much 
reserved for the last days. Though the last days will be very challenging and so frightening and heartbreaking, there is also going to be an awesome, immeasurable move of the Spirit of God that the earth has never experienced before. And that is why the woman must be prepared for these last days to understand and know that there is a place specially designed and designated by God for you to fulfill your destiny. Hallelujah. Amen. The Miriam anointing. To be able to walk in divine wisdom and to beat all odds and establish the counsel of God and preserve the lives of men and women that God has chosen and appointed to be able to say I have yet 7,000 prophets who have not yet bowed down to bow, nor kiss bow. The Miriam's anointing will preserve those men, preserve those women chosen and appointed for this last day's army. Hallelujah. And I want you to know this and prepare yourself for it is for the woman, but it is not just for every woman at all, but for that woman that has set herself apart to be a conduit through whom the Lord would establish his counsel for these last days. That is why women, you must know God's destiny agenda for you in these last days and get yourself ready for it. Amen. That the power of God will come so strong upon you that Beyond every fierce situation, you know that heaven is on your side. In Judges 4, the Bible talks about Deborah and talks about Barak and talks about Caesarea and talks about Jael. Hallelujah. And the Bible says that they, in this last days, we are going to experience the Deborah anointing. That what men would be afraid to do, men would depend on women to bring them to the place of boldness and confidence and fearlessness to do that which God wants to do. Because there is something about God's there's something about God's glory. There's something about God's wave and move in these last days that God is going to use the woman for. Because when the Canaanites had tortured and, and really messed up Israel because Israel had sinned against God after the death of Ehud. But the Bible says that the Lord chose Barak. That Barak would go and defeat Caesarea who was the captain of the host of the Canaanites and the, of the king of the Canaanites to be able to bring deliverance and salvation to Israel. But he was afraid. But he went to Deborah and said, Deborah, which way? And Deborah said, Barak, this is what God wants to do with you, that you must be able to go as the captain of the host of the Lord and go and beat down Caesarea and deliver Israel from the bondage of the Canaanites. But she said, I cannot alone, if you don't go with me, Deborah, I cannot go. And Deborah said to her that, you know what, Barak, certainly the Lord wants to deliver the Canaanites from 
Israel from the hands of the Canaanites. But you know, God is not going to give you that honor. The Lord has given that honor of the deliverance of Israel from the hands of Caesarea. God has given it to a woman. Hallelujah. Read Judges 4. It said, God has given it to a woman. Let's read that. Let's read Judges 4. Hallelujah. Women, are we there? This is our season in God's divine calendar. We cannot just take it for granted. We must rise up to it. Make ourselves ready for it. Be willing that we would be those vessels ready for the master's use. Let's, if you read from verse 1, you would get it very clear. But um, let's read from verse 3. Judges 4 verse 3. And the children of Israel cried to the Lord, for he had nine hundred chariots of iron and twenty years he mightily oppressed the children of Israel. That is Jabin, king of Canaan. And Deborah, a prophetess, the wife of Lapidoth, she judged Israel at that time. And she dwelt under the palm tree of Deborah between Ramah and Bethel in Mount Ephraim. And the children of Israel came unto her for judgment. And she sent and called Barak the son of Abinuam out of Kadesh Naphtali and said to him, has not the Lord God of Israel commanded, saying, Go and draw toward Mount Tabor, and take with you 10,000 men of the children of Naphtali and of the children of Zebulun, and I will draw to you to the river of Kishon, Caesarea, the captain of, the, of, of Jabin's army, with his chariots and his multitude, and I will deliver him into your hand. And Barak said to her, Deborah, if you would go with me, then I would go. But if you will not go with me, then I will not go. Hallelujah. The time and the season has come that we would identify ourselves with those women that Almighty God has chosen, anointed and appointed that can be able to lead us into victory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The men may be there. The men may have their place, but the women are supposed to be a catalyst. A divine catalyst. To help the men to gain the victory they must gain. Hallelujah. And this is God's timetable and plan for women in these last days. Let's read on. And she said, I will surely go with you. This is Deborah because she understood her time and her season and knew her placement and knew what she carried. Notwithstanding, the journey that you take shall not be to your honor for the Lord shall sell Caesarea into the hand of a woman. And Deborah rose and went with Barak to Kadesh. This is the journey you're about to embark on. God is not going to give you Caesarea into your hands. God has given that honor to a woman. If we as men don't understand and know that there's a season in the timings of God, 
that he wants to use the women alongside us to accomplish his last day purpose. We would want to do everything to intimidate them, not give them an opportunity, look down on them, deny them, and we will lose it. We will lose it. We will lose it. We are in times and season that the women should not feel intimidated again or trying to rub shoulder or trying to disrespect the men or deny the men. But you must be able to place yourself in God's timetable of destiny and understand what God is saying, what God wants to do with you because there are some captains of the host of the enemy that the Lord has given to you that you would finish them. Jal was... A, a, a common, simple, unnoticed housewife, but she carried power. She carried power. She carried power. Hallelujah. He said, The errand the Lord is sending you on, Barak, the honor is not going to come to you. The Lord has given it to the hand of a woman. Are you, are you reading it? The Lord has given it to you. There are some tough things in these last days, that the men we will not have the answer. The women would have the answer because the Lord has destined that in this particular season, some deliverance must come by the hand of women. And I'm going to explain to you why, so you would get ready for it. Hallelujah. So, let's come to verse 12. And they showed Caesarea that Barak the son of Abinoam was gone up to Mount Tebo. And Caesarea gathered together all his chariots, even 900 chariots of iron, and all the people that were with him from Harosheth of the Gentiles to the river Kishon. And Deborah said to Barak, Up, for this is the day in which the Lord has delivered Caesarea into your hand. Is not the Lord gone out before you? So Barak went down from Mount Tabor and 10,000 men after him. And the Lord discomfited Caesarea and all his chariots and all his hosts with the edge of the sword before Barak, so that Caesarea lighted down off his chariot and flee away on his feet. He too late. But Barak pursued after Tarius and after the host to Haroset of the Gentiles and all the hosts of Caesarea fell upon the edge of the sword and there was not a man left. However, Caesarea fled away on his feet to the tent of Jal, the wife of Heber, the Kenite. For there was peace between Jabin, the king of Hazor, and the house of Heber the Kenite and Jal went out to meet Caesarea and said to him, turn in my lord, turn in to me, fear not and when he had turned in into her, the tent she covered him with a mantle hallelujah to Jesus hallelujah the lord had given the captain of the host of the Canaanites, Caesarea, the army general that has messed up Israel for years into the hands of a woman, not into the hands of a man. Hallelujah. 
this is the prophetic seizing of that woman that is willing to fulfill her destiny according to God's plan. Hallelujah. Then come with me to verse 19. Okay, 18. And Jael went out to meet Caesarea and said to him, Turn in, my Lord, turn in to me. Fear not. And covered him with a mantle. And he said to her, Give me, I pray you, a little water to drink. One of the things that God is going to use we as women to bring unprecedented waves of glory is through our service. It's through our service. It says, so come in through good homage. And it says, give me water. And Bible said, she gave him milk. Hello? And he said to her, give me, I pray thee, a little water to drink, for I am thirsty. And she opened a bottle of milk and gave him drink and covered him. Oh, hallelujah. The wisdom of God would make you know how to mess up the enemies of God. The wisdom that God is bringing to you, woman, is going to help you to be able to receive your enemy into your bosom, but before your enemy will realize, Jack, okay, let me now. Because of something that I want to show you in verse 20. Again, he answered her, stand in the door of the tent, and it shall be when any man goes out and inquire of you and say, is there any man here that thou shalt say, no. Then Jal Heber's wife took a nail of the tent and took an hammer in her hand and went softly to him and smote the nail into his temples and fastened it to the ground for he was fast asleep and worried. So he died. Hallelujah. That which the men were not allowed to do, the Spirit of God prepared the woman to do. He said, God has chosen you to really bring victory to Israel, but for the honor will not come to you. God has given it to a woman. Women, are we here? Women, are we here? There is a thing God wants to do with our lives. And we must understand it and flow together with God. Hallelujah. We must understand it and flow together with God. Come with me to chapter 5. If you have time, when you go back home, Read chapter 5. But let me show you something that is going to happen for you to understand one of the things that God is going to be doing with us women in these last days. The kings came and fought. Then fought the kings of Cana in Tarnach by the waters of Megiddo. They took no gain of money. They fought from heaven. Judges 5.20 They fought from heaven. And the stars fought in their courses. Hallelujah. In these last days, God is raising an army 
and the army from on high, the army in the heavens, the ancient saints are going to team up with us on earth to do the last day battles in a supernatural way. It says the heavens did what? Fought and the stars, the angels of God would team up with us. That is why in this last days, it's not going to be by might. It's not going to be by power, but it's going to be by the spirit of the Lord because the heavens would team up with us. The heavens would partner with us and what we were not able to do some time ago because they saw us weak and feeble women, the heavens would partner with us. The saints above would partner with us. Elijah, Elisha would come down amongst us and partner with us. Remember Remember the Bible says that if you would believe, this is what Jesus said. John the Baptist is Elijah, which is to come. So it means that the ancient saints that have gone ahead will come in partnership with us in these last days. And we would have supernatural victory. It says the heavens fought and the stars fought in their courses. Women, Estra Hewale is coming from on high. Extra strength. Extra partnership. Just like it was said that the enemies of Israel said that how come we throw the missiles but some way, somehow, the missiles never get to Israel. And when they were questioning as to what is, it says, their God fights for them. Their God fights for them. And if God be for us, who can be against us? In this last days, it's not going to be our battle. In this last days, we are not going to fight. But the heavens would fight in partnership with us. The stars would fight in their courses. And the enemy cannot defeat us. That whatever the enemy had a few days some years ago, in these last days, he will not have the few days again. Because the Lord would descend with his thousands of thousands of angels. And in connection with you and I, in partnership with you and I, in alliance with us as the last day army, and we shall fight, and it shall not be by might. We shall fight, it shall not be by might. It shall not be by our strength. It shall not be by our wisdom. But as he did to Caesar, those women that you think that I'm a bad, no kufemo, I'm a Beminaya, the Lord will use them to confound the wise. That is what God wants to do in these last days with you. She was a housewife. Cool at home. But the Lord has prepared that she would be the one to conquer the captain of the host of the Canaanites. Not Barak, the general. So when all was done, the very person Barak was pursuing, Barak could not get, he got off his chariots and too late, but went into the arms of Jael. Jael said, Atuwe, Minuwanu. Hallelujah. So women know how to offer milk so you can finish the enemies of the Lord. Amen. 
the enemies of the Lord, you have been designated and chosen and appointed that you would embrace and receive the enemies of the Lord. And when they shall come into your bosom, you won't do them high, high. Because you know, you are two way. Give me water to drink. He said, water a light. Mahabu miliki. And covered him up. So the, the man was so sure that I'm safe with this woman. Once they say safety, 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 then sudden destruction. That is your portion in this last days. That is your portion in this last days. That is your portion. That is your assignment. That is your calling in this last days. And woman, don't fail God. That is why in this last days, we cannot make some mistakes. Cannot make some mistakes. We cannot make some mistakes. And so Jah, so much unimportant, not noticed, hidden in some corner somewhere, but the Lord has so much confidence in her that Jal will finish Caesarea. It shall not be by weapons of war. It shall not be by ammunition of missiles. She took a nail. How she had that confidence and took a hammer. You know, in these last days, God is bringing you some extra strength to handle the nail and to handle the hammer. It's not going to be poo -poo 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 -poo. No. It's one-on-one. -on -one. And that is the wisdom and the anointing God is bringing upon your life. So it is time for you to seek the face of God and say, Lord, what do you have to do with me in this last days? Please prepare me to fulfill it. Hallelujah. The woman and the last days. The heavens fought and the stars, they fought in their courses. Heaven would help us. The saints above, the Lord himself, Jesus himself, and all the angels above, and the saints that have gone ahead of us, they are seeking to partner with us. That is why we must make ourselves available, seeking God to connect. That in these last days, in our meetings, Father Abraham would come, Moses would come, David would come, all the ancient mighty men, Peter would come, Paul would come. I, I never understood this until God began to give me understanding. There was one time I had a dream and I encountered the Apostle Paul. Church history explains and tries to give the pictorial look of him. But in the revelation I saw, all here was bald. The man was bald, no hair everywhere and he was in chains. Chains on his arms, chains on his feet, and was walking in Cape Coast this way. And once he was in this chains, he was preaching, preaching and preaching. Then he got to a point, the Lord said, and he said to me, this is what I have suffered for the kingdom. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? It reminded me of when I was a young boy, 15 years when I had the first encounter with the Lord Jesus on an Easter day and he showed me his palm 
and the blood was oozing from his palm. And he asked me this question that this is what I suffered for you. Are you ready to suffer for me? So, beloved, I came to realize that the saints above would team up with us. They will show us and tell us how they made it. And so we must be ready to team up with them because they will come. But we must be ready to receive them and not to think of it as some demonic something. I'm telling you that in these last days, we would experience visitations. We would experience visitations. Amen? We need to invite them. Because they have done it. Sometimes we need to invite Jeremiah when we are reading the book of Jeremiah. So he would tell us what he meant by the things he wrote. Amen? We should be able to encounter Mama Sarah and find out that so when you were 90 years, how did you make it that you were able to bear and she will tell you what happened to her. So you can know that this is what happened to her. And it can happen to you. Because in these last days, they will come and partner with us to accomplish his purpose for the last days. If you have this understanding, you will realize that your prayer life will change. Because there are certain times that when you are really on your knees in prayer, you will notice that there is a presence with you. They come to partner with us in prayer. Even the Lord Jesus himself, when we are praying and we get to a peak of prayer, he comes to partner with us in prayer. They will come to help us. The heavens fought. The angels fought in their courses and victory came to Israel. Are you with me? The Holy Spirit is there. But beyond the Holy Spirit helping us, the angels are there. And then the saints of old. When you want to understand prayer, those that prayed and prayed and prayed and carried the anointing that they walked into factories without they opening their lips or opening their jaw and their job and their jaw and everybody in the factory started sobbing and crying for their sins. Charles Finney. They would come and partner with us and show us how they prayed and how they made it. The impact they made in their times. How they made the price they paid. In these last days, God has a thing to do with womanhood. And women, we must know and be ready for this partnership. You are not alone. You will not be left alone. He said, I will not leave you alone. I will not leave you comfortless. I will send to you a helper. And this helper is not only the Holy Spirit, but the ancient saints would come and partner with us. Because the battle is the loss. And he knows the way out. Amen? God has always placed his best for man, for humanity. Because we are his everlasting agenda. So folks, Women, let's get ourselves ready because this is our season and time. In these last days, before Christ comes, no matter how heated the persecutions would be, the supernatural power of God, because the Bible says in Romans 5.20, it says, where sin did abound, grace did more 
abound. The evil one would be very wild because he knows his days are short, but the heavens will not leave us alone. Amen? Finally, the next woman that we must learn from is Luke 2. Luke 2 from verse 26. Luke chapter 2 verse 26. Luke 2. And it was revealed unto him. No, Luke 2 26. Is it 26? Okay, let me. Hallelujah. Oh, the grace of intercession. Oh, sure, 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 sure. 36 rather, sorry, 36. Yes, and there was one Anna, a prophetess, the daughter of Phanuel of the tribe of Asa. She was of a great age. She was 84 years and lived with an husband seven years from her virginity. And she was a widow. And about four score, a score is 20. So four score is 20 times four, which is 80. So she was 84 years, which departed not from the temple, but served God with fastings and prayers day and night. That is our portion as women in these last days. That God is going to bring an anointing that would enable us to fast and pray and intercede and stand between the altar and God's people until the counsel of God is established. Anna stood in and prayed and prayed and prayed to see the birth of the Lord Jesus. To see prophecy come true. To see the fulfillment of what God has said. Women, get yourselves ready. And go on your knees and seek God in fasting and prayer. And let the Lord bring you to the treasures that are hidden. In these last days, God would unfold the mysteries of the kingdom to his people. You are that which God would reveal the mysteries of the last days too. The mysteries of the last days. The woman has an integral role to play. I can sense that they are here. To help us to understand these things. To help us to know what God has in store. Prepared for the woman in this last days. And what exploits and great things God wants to do with you. That Deborah would visit you. And show you the spirit and the heart with which she got the boldness and the confidence to lead and judge Israel. And Jael will show up and tell you the confidence and the boldness with which she did it. But Miriam will tell you how to dance the dance of the Lord that brings victory. That Anna will show you how you can be consistent in prayer that you will push. Thank God women can push because they've been created to push. And the Bible says, as a woman in travail. It never said as a man in travail. It says, my, my children for whom I travail again in birth. 
It's women who travail in birth. And if you've been there, you know what it means. So when people do not understand these things, and it bleeds my heart that even men of God who should understand will play down prayer. If you don't know the intensity of prayer, you know, you think somebody is making noise. If you don't know the depths of prayer, the intensity of prayer, that you in your ear, you would only hear that I'm saying, yeah, 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 but in the spirit, I'm speaking mysteries. The Bible says that he that searches the heart knows that we are praying, speaking mysteries. So folks, stay in the temple and seek the face of the Lord and he will show you the hidden things. For the secret of the Lord are with those that fear him. 25, 14 of Psalms. Woman, what the devil stole from us in these last days, we are taking it back fully. Amen? 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 Amen. 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 What we miss out in the garden of Eden, what we missed out in the beginning, we shall take it back at the end. For it is the end that matters, not the beginning. The beginning, we missed it. but the end, we are not going to miss it. Because heaven would help us. The angels would help us. The Holy Ghost would help us. Are you ready? Shall we rise on our feet? The heavens fought. The angels fought in their courses. God wants to partner with you in these last days. Are you willing? Are you ready? I just want you to pray shortly for yourself. I said, Lord, I want to be part of this last day army. And I want to experience the Miriam anointing. I want to experience the Deborah anointing. I want to experience the Jael anointing. I want to experience the Anna anointing. That the spirit of intercession would come so strong that I would pray according to your will and we will see results. That when we stand in the gap to pray for our nation, to pray for our families, God is looking for godly women that will raise godly children for these last days. Talk to God about your willingness and readiness. That is what God needs from you and I. Our willingness and readiness. In this last days, there is something tremendous God wants to do with your life as a woman. And it's my prayer that you would understand it so clearly and begin to pray and begin to seek God for these things. And he himself would download it to you. So, you would fulfill your destiny in the name of Jesus.
Nabako papa pandelele kebe bori amashandolo boko bronde kebe shindelele. Azushambaka radiamako la shidelebe konda bamba derebe kololo babrande. Hando boka babrande shi kaloria babande kaya. Asiamakolo bapapa tia kande belebe shandoloi. Mea kapapande zi shokebe do babrande. Hei kapato so kapati ambaradoi. Hei amagande si shikaba pori aba. Alei makodi ababande kelebe sha. Wei apati akapapapa tia ba. Ariash bamba tia. Yakapata Toria, Ebiraba Koloba Pabra Diabaya, Eleme Koloba Padia Babaya, Ebedeba Baba Tobia Baba. The Lord is no respecter of persons. If you can make yourself available, He will take hold of you and do with you what He has for you in these last days. Somebody pray and assure the Lord of your readiness. You may not know what to do, He will teach you. You may not know how to do it, He will teach you. You may not know how to make it, He will help you. You will not be left alone as He did with Catherine Coleman, as He did with any simply person, as He did. With Mariam Etherwood, as he did with the women of old, he is ready to do the same. If you would allow him, if you would allow him, if you would allow him, if you will allow him, he would bring his anointing, he will partner with you in this last days. God wants to partner with you, God wants to partner with you. The Lord is calling for partners. In the name of Jesus. The saints above. The church of these last days shall be like the church above. Thank you, Lord. We humble ourselves before you. And we say, Lord, grant us insight, grant us understanding. Grant us revelation, open the eyes of our spirit and open the ears of our spirits. And Lord, download to us that which you have for us in these last days. So we might not fail you. But Lord, we might partner with you in all availability. So you would do with us the great and mighty things that you would have to do. That we would destroy the works of the enemy. That whatever he stole from us in these last days it shall be on a sevenfold dimension in the name of Jesus. Amen. The Lord bless you.